Welcome to a new episode with ideas and insights. Find the strategies, tactics and tools for your success in your initiative, project and campaign. You are listening to the IdeaCast with your host Tom Wittig. Welcome back again. Today, I want to continue our mini-series about Pinterest for business and Pinterest marketing strategies and tactics. The topic today will be about the Pinterest uh, case study, the marketing case study that we prepared. Um, this will be a short pod podcast as always, and there is actually a longer version as a video on our YouTube channel, which you can also see on the uh, blog post. I will include the link to the blog post in the show notes so you can check it out there. Also on the blog post, there is the presentation slide deck and some more material for you to check out. Okay, so the starting point was uh, a client project from our uh, digital marketing agency, Wittigonia Digital. And we were asked to help this client to um, conduct, prepare and conduct a marketing campaign for an event series they had been planning. The client is a regionally well-known and meanwhile well-established brand in the healthy nutrition and food service industry and health industry. And we have been working with the client now for quite some time on their website and to bring them up in the rankings with their website. But um, for this um, particular event series, the client was looking at a special series of uh, some workshop style um, events. And so that was an, an interesting uh, challenge for us. And in the beginning, we discussed a little bit about the marketing mix, the uh, digital marketing mix, which platforms, creatives uh, and so on. And one of the discussion was about Pinterest. Uh, I have to admit at that time, I wasn't so um, convinced that Pinterest would be a good platform for this. But uh, after a closer look, we decided to give it a go. And uh, that was also the starting point at that time for some more work that we did on Pinterest in terms of marketing campaigns, um, awareness campaigns, conversion-oriented campaigns. But really the interesting part was um, after looking at some of the audience insights and statistics, we were um, cautiously optimistic that we would find an interesting audience. Uh, we know Pinterest quite well and we know that this audience is looking for inspiration. It's an, um, a, a doing audience, so they like to take action based on the inspiration and ideas. And so we thought, why not give it a try and do an experimental campaign? And if that works out, we can go all in um, with the campaign and drive more volume, more traffic and more conversions on the website. So that was an interesting uh, starting point. As always, when you, you start these uh, un, uh, certain, let's say, new platforms, it's always a question if you find the audience, if you find enough volume and, and uh, search inventory, uh, but also if you find the quality of the audience and most importantly, if you can conduct campaigns 
uh, with a reasonable efficiency and return on investment. Um, basically, the way that we did this is first uh, we started a, a, let's say, broad awareness campaign to reach uh, an audience. And the purpose was to build up an audience fairly quickly. The client did not have um, a presence on Pinterest, uh, at least not uh, something that we could work with, but they had a wealth of interesting content with um, interesting information and related to this uh, event series, we found also some interesting um, content that we enriched with schema data. And schema data is quite important in Pinterest because Pinterest, uh, if you implement the schema, schema correctly and validate it correctly, then Pinterest can automatically pull the structured information in the pin and create a so-called rich pin. So that was one of the, the key tactics there on the content side. Uh, again, back to the campaign side, uh, we started with a broad awareness campaign to uh, prep an audience, basically, so-called priming the pump, if you want. Uh, followed by a, a traffic-oriented uh, campaign so that the purpose was to lead more traffic to the web page and the landing page. And then we followed up with a conversion-oriented campaign. And um, the timing here is also important. There was a little bit time between these campaigns. Uh, let's say they were staggered over time. Uh, so the conversion started really when we were able to build up a significant uh, audience during the time. I was actually very surprised. Uh, after two weeks, we had a total audience of about 130,000 unique viewers. And uh, of those, about 2,500 were interacting with our content. Now, the reason why I was surprised First of all, the, the sheer number, and we were operating with a very limited budget uh, because it was an experimental campaign, a discovery campaign for us. But more importantly, it was a locally focused campaign. So it was not uh, a broad campaign for the whole uh, country, but really focused on a, on a city or even a region um, within the country. And out of these, uh, out of this traffic, we were able to generate roughly 100 conversions already in the first two weeks. So that was uh, pretty exciting, and uh, that led us to expand the uh, campaigns uh, forward. Now, the on the planning side, uh, we we found it also very interesting to work with the Pinterest audiences and the audience insights, I should say. Uh, what Pinterest is providing here for advertisers is quite interesting and quite unique, I should say. So um, if you take a look at the audience insights tab within your uh, management panel, you will find different categories such as health, food and drinks, education, event planning, gardening, quotes, and many, many other topics. And then next to that, you find two important columns. Uh, so next to each of the categories, one is called affinity and affinity basically means um, what is the, um, the interest of the audience in this particular topic. And the other one is the percentage of the audience. So, for example, you, you find that or we found that in, in our particular case that health was an audience with a very high affinity. So it has an affinity uh, index of 2.3. And um, about 56% of the audience 
falls into that category, which means that 56% of the audience that we generated have a high affinity to the health topic. But you can actually go beyond that and drill down into the health topic. And there we found that nutrition, diet, healthy food, etc. These were the top categories. So based on that, uh, we were very encouraged that we would find um, a suitable audience and have a good match between the audience and what the client actually was looking for. Um, the some, some of the statistics I want to report on also. Again, this is something that you can also see on the, uh, on the presentation slide and in the video, but um, just will highlight a couple of insights. Uh, first of all, the engagement rate. Engagement rate basically means the, the ratio of uh, the audience interactions with the content relative to the overall impressions. That, that metric was fairly low or let's say normal of about 2%, right? So after two weeks, we had uh, 130,000 uh, impressions and the engagement rate was about 2%. Uh, that is not so much, but it's very comparable to other platforms, especially when you're starting new campaigns. On the efficiency and return side, we found that uh, we, we saw a, a cost per click of uh, 67 euro cents. Uh, that's very efficient, I would say, and the cost per acquisition was um, around four euro. And that is uh, an interesting metric. Um, you, you can have different views if that's high or low, but I always hold it against the, uh, the revenue that is generated for the client. So if, for example, the client is generating somewhere around 50 um, euros per, um, per sign up, then that's actually a fairly good ratio to have. Also, the click-through rates uh, from Pinterest to the website were about 16% right out of the gate, and I thought that's quite interesting. Now, of course, you need to start with the right basics. That means having the right combination of mobile-friendly creative, so the, the pin design needs to be very mobile-friendly, and simple things such as font size, it has to be of very good quality. And a good idea here is to follow the guidance that Pinterest is giving about creative best practices. But also it doesn't stop there. You need to, of course, make the, the mobile page, the landing page super friendly. And it has to resemble what the, um, the users have, have uh, seen on the pins, for example. That's, that's for sure. Um, an insight about mobile user engagement. Uh, mobile is really the predominant audience there. And uh, it's about six to 10 times higher than other device categories, such as desktop uh, PCs or um, tablet PCs. And the engagement rate is also higher on the mobile phone. So that again underscores how it is important to create mobile friendly content. When we zoomed in on the statistics of uh, individual Pinterest ads, we found metrics such as uh, the close-up rate. And that basically means that um, the viewer is actually zooming in and sees a, a full screen version of the pin. And uh, so that close-up rate was around 2%. And then uh, out of that, we generated uh, a number of link clicks, which again goes to the website. One metric that I found particularly interest is the ratio, what I call the click to close up ratio. And basically what that does, it tells you 
um, how suitable the pins are to entice the user to click and, and study further what is behind the pin. So visiting the website or um, watching the, um, the content that is behind the, the pin. And that's a metric that I think is um, quite useful and you can calculate that fairly easy. Now in our case, um, we found um, a click to close up ratio of around 16% on the better performing pins. And that again was just out of the gate without much optimization or testing. So um, uh, the key insights from that study was um, first of all, the, the demand can be surfaced very quickly and efficiently. And I should say here also that if you start from scratch with Pinterest, you don't have to wait until you have built up an audience. Uh, using a Pinterest advertising can help you create an audience very efficiently and very quickly. And with that audience, then you can continue to work with more conversion-focused campaigns or retargeting campaigns and so on. Um, there's uh, probably more room to uh, optimize such campaigns further, which we actually did. So we tried out different forms of advertisements, including video-based advertisements and swipeable content. And that seems to perform uh, actually even better. The, uh, the pins which have uh, rich data, they tend to convert higher. And uh, key, of course, is mobile-friendly uh, pins. Now, when we conducted this study, um, we found different capabilities in Pinterest than we have today. Um, at that time, uh, the, the audience duration was set to a, a fixed number of one month, and now you can um, basically scale that between one month and I believe 540 days is the maximum. And that you have to play with that a little bit because it really depends on if you want to target an audience which had a recent interaction <clears throat> with your content or if it doesn't matter and you can target or retarget customers who have engaged with your audience, let's say, a year ago. So that really depends on the, the purpose of the campaign that you uh, are looking for. Okay, um, yeah, I think that's it. A, a quick walkthrough through the uh, key insights. Um, oh yeah, one word about local marketing. That was also uh, an interesting topic. Um, Pinterest at that time didn't have a way to target customers locally. So we had to invent a workaround to come up with more local focused content. But meanwhile, you can actually target down to um, a zip code level. So that is quite interesting because here you can be more precise, uh, especially when you're working with clients that have, um, let's say, more a local focus. Or if you are a brand and you say you, you have um, several outlets or retail outlets and you want to target customers specifically in the visit vicinity of these uh, retail outlets, for example. So many, many opportunities. And uh, again, if, if you have further questions, um, send us a message uh, via the Anchor app on the website or send an email um, to us and I'd be happy to um, include it in upcoming Q&As or on the website Q&A. As always, I wish you good luck and stay healthy and productive and I see you soon.
When you are looking for inspiration and help with your digital marketing and growth initiatives, please check out our digital marketing agency with Digonia Digital. We provide a range of support from strategy to implementation tactics and optimization of digital marketing campaigns. From managed services to workshops and compact learning modules, our work supports you and your team. Discover more at wittigonia.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you find this episode interesting and helpful. Please rate and share this episode with your team, colleagues and friends. You can find links to more information in the show notes of this episode.